0: Man, the Falcons came into yesterday's game with the white bottoms, the black tops, the beautiful red trim, the throwback, beautiful red helmets. Other team came in sporting the white bottoms, the white top, the black helmet with the turd-colored trim.
1: <laughs> One, we
0: rushed for 228 yards, scored 24 points. The other squad didn't Ooh. score a touchdown in the game. Jesse Jesus. motherfucking Bates, which is his new registered name, we must refer to him going forward. Did Art do enough to get y'all's confidence up? Did Dez do enough? We're going to talk about it. But damn it, we beat that Swamp team. We're in first place. Let's go. Welcome in, everybody, to episode 144, Body of Falcon, Mind, Falcon's fancast, cast in episode number four, are we at four? Five. Damn, yeah! Five, already. five <laughs> of Win 95 North meets 75 South. So, Best and obviously, you guys can already see, we got a special guest, Mr. Dave Chote, the Falcoholic, himself in the house. Tonight. Man. hey
1: man, The
0: GOAT! What's happening, buddy? Man. We're all smiling, buddy.
2: Oh, we're all smiling. It's a beautiful, beautiful Monday, man. Couldn't be better. It really is, buddy Mike. How you doing, man?
3: Oh man, I don't. I, I couldn't go bad today. I could have got hit by a car. I would have been fine. I'm all right.
0: Hello, <laughs> oh, buddy. What's up, man?
4: Oh man, terrific weekend. First, you know, first we're all treated in the wrestling world to the uh, greatest comeback of all time, CM Punk. It's clobbering time. As we say, and that's exactly what we did on Sunday was clobbered these aims into into submission and came out with the victory 24-15. I'm liking it. I'm loving it.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it, man. I love it. Well, hey well, we're guys, we're coming to you tonight, as always, from in the clutch studios here on Variety Sports Network. Make sure you guys check out Variety Sports for all the shows they have going on right now, man. We're talking the gridiron on Sunday nights after the, the day's over with, recapping the day. They, they start you off with the the tailgate in the mornings. They have Sunday morning or Saturday morning tailgate for the college game. They've got NBA hoops, they've got college hoops, got SEC hoops, got tons of shows, man. Just check out Friday Sports. Uh, if you guys can. If you're here, man, hit the like button for us. Hit the subscribe button for us if you haven't already. So we can get out there to more Falcons fans in the community. And what we're gonna talk about tonight on the show, man. We've obviously we had a big win yesterday. So we're gonna talk about that. Um, did we see any changes from art after the bye week? Did we did we see any changes at all? We're gonna talk about that. Um, how does did in his return? Uh the return of the run game and the offensive line showing up big time uh, was nice to see man Um, and of course you know like we said Jesse Bates and we're back in first place again at five and six but hey it's okay we're still in first place we've got the Jets coming up Saints got a tough matchup with the Lions coming up so that definitely favors us but you know we thought we were going to be good against the Vikings and those Cardinals too we saw that turned out so we have to just kind of keep it even kill you know we can't get too high get too low just like coach always says right Um, but that's kind of where we're at guys i mean mike we'll start with you buddy um well number one thanksgiving man how how awesome was thanksgiving it was awesome man
3: uh man i got to go to johnny yates house man and kick it with the yates and i mean we had a blast i was supposed to get so much content done and we did nothing we oh yeah man <laughs> we had so much fun that that we did nothing and uh Man, we smoked cigars, which that was my first time smoking a cigar, or maybe second, but maybe first. Uh, and it kind of got me high. So I, I gotta blame John for that. Um, and we had a lot, we had great coffee, we had great food, we had great dessert, we played Madden, we watched football. It was not, it was like Christmas. It was an amazing time, buddy. I gotta thank you again, Johnny Yates and Amanda and Lim and everybody for having me, man. Just a great experience, great time.
0: Absolutely, dude. And Biscuit was uh, the star of the show, man. Biscuit and was Biscuit everybody. was
3: there. And he yep. put on a show for everybody. <laughs> uh-huh, that's awesome, man. He had yeah. a great time. And he ate good as well.
0: Dude, he ate turkey. He ate dressing. He yeah. had some pumpkin pie. Like, he yep. was, yeah. He was, yeah. He took a little nap. Biscuit! And he was ready to go yeah.
4: Pumpkin pie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, my friend. Uh, he-
0: <laughs> he was a little nervous about me at first. I handed yeah. him some turkey. I handed him some turkey. He was like, "Oh, this guy's good. He's good." we <laughs> yeah. am gonna go back <laughs> That's to him. buddy.
3: It was an amazing
0: time, though. Great. It time. was, man. It was great having you over here, dude. It was awesome. We we did do a that. We did do a happy Thanksgiving video. We did at least do that. Yeah, did yeah. That. So we, that we did awesome. do that
3: for sixty seconds. For sixty
0: seconds, we did, seconds. We did right. something. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, Dave, how was yours, buddy?
2: It was great. <clears throat> um, a lot of uh, a lot of good food. I played football for like three hours. I think I sprained my ankle. I've been limping around the last few days. It's been it's been great. You know, I'm on the shelf, but I watched the Falcons win. So, you know, perfect captain for the weekend.
0: You guys still playing tackle or are you doing the two hand? Great
2: question. Oh two hand. I'm, I'm, I'm like gonna get go a dust. Football, you know? Did you score,
3: Dave? Did you catch a touchdown, Dave?
2: Oh, I, I threw I threw some. I caught some. I did. I did. I, uh, I a also boy. dropped the uh, dropped the touchdown in the end zone. So, I'm It's, uh, <laughs> come on, it's man. not all good, man. Dave, come on, man. Come What's on, Dave. Next year, buddy. Next year, you know. I, I was, you know, somebody yelled it out like it when I dropped it too. They were like "oven mitts," which was my old nickname for Michael Jenkins. I was like, I deserve it, oh, wow. you know, get that back.
1: Oven mitts.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, at least at least you uh, weren't like when we were at training camp, Mike. We had Mike had no idea who Michael Jenkins was when he was. Uh, we we were at the taking photos at the front, like you know, he was there and uh he just didn't recognize him you know he was like he was like me and mike took a photo and he was like hey guys come over and mike was like why is this dude trying to take a photo with us like yes he, he had no oh, idea who he was man. man his face was hysterical man it was it was hilarious uh birdo buddy how was yours oh, man, man.
4: Oh, oh, oh boy do we even have time on the show <laughs> i'm like seriously dude <laughs> on, it was fantastic man i had family over um and it was just a great time to be around friends and family breaking bread and just you know Making new memories, eating tons of good food, taking naps, drinking a lot of coffee, uh, snacking a lot in between, having pie. Um, I just yelled at maybe like six or seven times, you know, oh, you're doing <laughs> things ass backwards. Uh, but it it comes with the territory when there's so much good food laying around, you got to go and start making early. Can't wait for everybody, man.
0: No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, you gotta take nah. advantage of it. one day of the year, man. That's when you take yeah. advantage of it, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Bert, hey, brother, you want to say what's up to the chat? Sure. Let's do
4: it, man. It's going into the chat right quick. We have so many people in here. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. We've got Bubba Gump in the building. Another PR. What's going on? Liam is in the building. Uh, King Atlanta supporter. Thank you so much for joining the stream tonight. We definitely appreciate you. RJ ATL for life. The plug is in the house tonight, man. Our brother, Deke Ruffin out in sunny California is tuning in live. Deke, what's going on? Mr. Wallace Smith is in the building now. Mr. Wallace Smith, man, I've missed you, man. I haven't seen you on on some of these streams, man. I'm I'm, I'm I need your honesty on a lot of topics, but we'll get to that when uh, we continue to talk <laughs> on these Falcons. Uh, Justin Swisher Sweets is in the building. Terry Ward, Linda Quirley, John Harrell, Miss Carey is in the building. Hope you're not buying uh any cards, any autographed cards. She's been po- posting that as of late, man. What a good <laughs> habit to pick up on. Shout out to you, Carrie. Sorrow Pickles in the building. And let's see who else, who else going down. Our brother, Chris Moore and one-third of the tandem, the 95 North Sports Machine, A1 Forever. What's going on, Chris Tipmore? Another up and coming uh, podcaster on his own platform, so make sure you guys please like, sub, and subscribe to his channel. Who does wonderful content for all Atlanta sports. And rounding out the chat, Kevin Hicks, cool stuff. I want to share. That is an awesome name, by the way. Cool stuff. I want to share. Love it, man. But that rounds out the chat, man. So thank you to everybody that is strolling to uh, through tonight and joining us on this latest episode when seventy five meets ninety five. John,
0: that's right, man. And we will. Did you hit, did you hit John Harrell? I, I hope so. Hold on. If not, John, appreciate you for coming, in, buddy. It's all good. Yeah, thank you um, so much, buddy. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. Uh, and and chat. I'll do my best because like when we have four, you know, you know, y'all know how it is. It's tough to mm. kind of hit the chat all night long, but we'll, I will do my best to get some stuff on there. But Kevin did have a question that we'll get to at some point. He said, rise that question, though. Do we go for a pass rusher or a quarterback in the first round of next year's draft?" And we will no get into that, buddy. So I just I will star that, and we will come yeah. back to it. Oblivion, yeah. buddy. What's up, man? Good to see you, dude. What up? Um. Before we even get into the Falcons, man, uh, Frank Wright fired today. Kind of like uh, the Panthers, one and ten. I mean, Dave, did that surprise you at all?
2: No, um, you know, I, I think Reich is a is a pretty good coach. I think obviously this was a bad situation, terrible year. I think mm-hmm. pretty much any owner was gonna maybe let that ride to the end of the season and let him go. Um, just a huge disappointment, but. Mm-hmm. It also just feels like uh with the current owner they have in Carolina, like no coach is gonna find any kind of success. Um, he's just got his fingers in everything, it sounds like. And the last thing you want is an impatient owner who's also an involved owner. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's a bad place to be. I, I think most of them grow out of it. You still got your Harry Joneses, your your Al Davises, but I don't think Tepper's uh got the football mind of either of those guys. So you know, I you know, firing Reich maybe it helps in the short term. Hopefully, it helps him beat, say, the Buccaneers, the Saints. That'd be great. Um, yeah, it really would, but but it's, it's not surprising given how things went. I, I just it's hard for me to feel good about their future, which I'm not unhappy about. Um, just kind of knowing whoever's come comes next has to be successful right away, or the same thing's going to happen.
0: Yeah, it can't be super. Um, I mean, it can't be a super looking job for anybody that's uh you know out there mm-hmm. in the coaching world that's looking for you know that that type of position it's like why would you you know you've kind of seen what's happening i mean you know it, you you basically going to get a year and if it's not going well or even trending well you might be out of a job already so it's not like it's gonna be super attractive for a lot of folks which and also josh mccallan also fired um which was a quarterback's coach i guess um so yeah what would you say about that buddy
4: yeah, so I mean, I I've, uh, I think about it in in a in a different manner. I think it starts off with uh, the quarterback play, and uh, I don't think Bryce Young was, you know, as Ready the quarterback for that system, as, as a lot of folks deemed him to be. Sure, he did a lot of great things in Alabama, and this is no knock to that program. But Alabama is not really known for trotting out superstar quarterback. So I think the marriage wasn't, wasn't made to be. I'm so sorry. I love it with all my heart. Amen. But, you know, I think the better pick would have been <laughs> C.J. Stroud for that. And if that oh, would have yeah. been the pick, I don't think that we would be having this conversation And Frank Wright. Probably will still be employed. So I think the marriage was doomed from the, from the beginning uh like you know dave mentioned you know impatient owner and and all these other things yeah i just to piggyback on what he said i i Mm -hmm. agree but no surprise there on the frank right uh firing this this uh this morning
0: yeah mike you got anything on it, buddy
3: no i was i was surprised at the hiring i didn't get that (laughs) yeah got
0: fired halfway through last season
3: in the hiring so he should have he shouldn't have been hired uh but hold on john before we even go forward i do want to say this but uh, we, okay, so we got an email that mm-hmm. I know the person uh, wanted us to read, um, but uh, with no offense to you, don't take offense to this. But if there's ever one that I would like to keep for myself personally, where I don't want to read on the air is that one. So this is my call. I don't want to read it because uh, that was uh, it was beautiful. So I don't want y'all to oh, yeah. think something. You know, did something nice and like a person like wrote a whole thing. Um, so I want to keep that for my for me, for my personal stash. If you don't mind, uh, it was personal to me. So I don't really want to read that on the air. But thank you so much. I do want to say thank you. And that's no offense to you. Um, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything else. It just it really meant the world to me. So I would like to keep that for my personal stash. If that's cool with you. No offense.
0: Thank you. There you go. Yep, it was a beautiful email. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I will second that, John. Dude, we appreciate that, man. John, thank appreciate you, buddy. Ten dollars, super sticker. I appreciate. it I got to get a sounder, man. I still, I, I keep. I got to find like it. something cool. I got to really find great. something cool.
1: Wah, wah, wah,
0: wah. I right, I got <laughs> something like that. You or you could just do that every time. Just do it every time. That's even better. That's it. That's pretty good. pretty oh, damn good. Yeah, yeah. I'll Mike's find some bass to do boy. in the background. You just do that. That'd be great. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and also, Dave, I was going to get your uh, opinion on this too, which I don't think. Obviously, we're going to probably uh, get the first guy, but any interest at all uh, after when Shaq Leonard got released, uh, or Derek Barnett now uh, from the mm-hmm. Eagles, either any interest, in either one of those guys?
2: Yeah, I, I think I'd have a level of interest in both. I um, might have seen that Barnett was getting scooped up. I, By the I Texans, know, maybe I'm imagining. Is he? That. Yep, yeah, he Okay, the, the Texans. Houston yes. Texans. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good call, Berto. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think. I would have had interest in either just because, you know, we're, we're past the days where like Derek Barnett or Shaq Leonard, would be like, you're going to save our season. But yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. having, having more guys, more help. Um, you know, I still worry about over these last six games, you got Bud Dupree, you got Calais Campbell. These are older guys playing a lot of snaps. So, you know, having some proven veteran guys in there, um, is a good idea to me. And, and, you know, certainly at, at inside linebacker, you lose one of Landman or, um, Ellis, Hmm. you're, you're down to Andre Smith, who I like, but I don't know how I feel about him as a starter. So, um, you know, if you can get Leonard at this point, um, sure. I'd say do it, you know, let's, let's make those additions for the stretch run because somehow some way they're still in the NFC South. So, you know, sure. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, no, no. Alberto, you know, I mean same thoughts.
4: Yeah, pretty much. I would have loved to have uh Derek Barnett. I mean, this is a guy if, if acquired would have been relatively fresh still. You know, he was on a deep rotation with Philadelphia, he didn't really get a lot of playing time, so we would have probably got a motivated and young, I mean and, and hungry uh Derek Barnett. I'd much rather see him screaming off the edge. Then is Zach Harrison at the moment, although he's getting val- valuable snaps and I love it for him. But we mm-hmm. just need a little bit more, you know what I mean? If we want this defense to really unlock and and gel together in uh in the more crucial time, which this being December, so yeah, I would have definitely taken a flyer on Derek Barnett. And like Dave said, you know, also with the uh, Shaq uh, Leonard, you know, if one of those guys go go down, uh, Landman or Caden Ellis, that they don't, then you know we're up Shits Creek with no paddle really. Yep. So yeah. Would have loved to see either one of those guys acquired by the Falcons. Yeah.
0: And that's perfectly a little segue into the game. So, yeah, I mean, we gave up 444 yards of total offense. They didn't score a touchdown, which is crazy. Um, awesome. Five field goals, man. It was, uh, you know, and we, but it was, you know, it was, it's the same kind of stuff we see most of the season. It's like we can't get consistent pressure on the quarterback. Carr had pretty much time to do whatever he wanted, which was basically find Chris Olave everywhere uh, and often um, until he concussed, um, which, I mean, I think I was on the stream with you, buddy, uh, Berto, at the time, yep. and I was like, why is AJ not just shadowing him at this point? Because we didn't even know who AJ was covering because we didn't, <laughs> the ball was not going his way. So he literally
4: um, shut down the, that side of the field. It was amazing. Completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So, and then he was on him, obviously, when he got concussed, Um. you know, and mm-hmm. he, you know, it was just it was unfortunate the way he landed, but um, they were down to their fourth, fifth, and sixth receivers yesterday because uh, Rashid Shaheed went down as well oh earlier God. in the game. So at it was one like point,
4: we were screaming for him to just stay out. He came out of the game like three times. You're like, buddy, just stay out. Today's not your yeah, day.
0: Exactly. I mean, and <laughs> just just a brief look at the stats, man. I mean, you know, uh, they were six or fourteen on third down. We were four for eight, so almost the same. You know, almost fifty percent for them, fifty percent for us. Um, our passing. 168 to 296. Of course, I said in the intro, we rushed for 228 yards, which was just great to see Amazing. Um, again. Uh, they rushed for 148. They didn't – it was – they, you know, Kamara did his thing too, Um, you know, as, as kind of usual. And so did Taysom Hill and his stupid-ass quarterback draw and mm-hmm. quarterback power, which is, you know – I hate him going to happen always. Um, Two turnovers for each team. Obviously, we'll talk about those. Uh, Neither team penalized all that much. We had five for 35. They had six for 50. And they held the ball for just about three minutes more than we did. So it wasn't a huge difference there. They ran 67 plays. We ran 62 plays. So, um, you know, we we talked about it last week. We were very similar teams kind of going into the game. And it's kind of how, I mean, you know, they like I said, they were more beat up, obviously missing Michael Thomas. And then the lobby goes out. And then, you know, Rashiza, he goes out. They were down some guys, so obviously, you know, we got to take advantage of that. But mm-hmm. um, the first drive, we stopped them three and out, and then of course, that very our first drive, you know, Bijan drops a ball on the first play, you know, run for not a whole lot, and then just air an and throw, I guess by mm-hmm. by uh, Des and everybody. I was just like, oh no, like this dude, we can't start this way, <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like this is going to be it's gonna be one of those oh, games, man, yeah. and then you know, and it was just it was looking like it was going to be ten nothing. And then Jesse Bates just comes out of nowhere, snatches the ball, takes off for the touchdown. And Derek, I mean, he talked about it after the game. He's like, man, he just got me. You know, he's playing single high, cover, you know, safety. And he – but if you watch the replay, like, he, as soon as he sees the play, he's immediately running he broke toward – he broke on the ball immediately or, or broke on where the ball was going immediately. Uh, intercepted the ball and just took off, man. And that was – I mean, and then, of course, later in the game, he ended up having the, the, the fumble. You know, he punched the ball out from Taysom Hill, thank God, uh he punched the ball out from him uh so he he essentially could have took 14 points off the board for them and in the same time gave us seven so Mm -hmm. i mean just insane day from him man so Mm -hmm. but uh how'd y'all feel about uh mr arthur smith mike we'll start with you buddy like how'd you how'd you feel like after the after the bye week and overall game's over with
3: uh man still gotta get five still gotta go still gotta go uh with the win, I'm gonna be honest, it was still like man, unimpressive. Like we have not dominated a team yet. I don't think I think we did once all season, but it was like, nice. Uh like again, with all the uh my injuries of the Saints, it was supposed to be a like a dominating game, and we still struggle. And uh, uh Jay Black, thank you, man. We appreciate hey, you, buddy. Good we appreciate you up. so much. Oh man. Um, yeah, he still gotta go because he was still uh oh, man, he was still like unimpressive to me he still did a lot of stupid stuff mm-hmm. as far as um like I don't know why he tends to jam up everybody in the same space on the field he's still doing that uh still was like man you know unimpressed unimpressive still mm-hmm. was un- very unimpressed I just thought what's funny that I do want to throw in as I finally saw him on Madden and man they did him dirty bro. that's <laughs> unacceptable for what how they did him on man he looked like oh man he looked mm-hmm. bad he looked like a drunk he looked like a oh. drunk fat guy you would see in the alley it's, it's so disrespectful. So I, I don't agree with that one. If y'all see him all mad, that is unacceptable. That's mean. But as far as him coaching, I'm so happy he beat the Saints. But the way he was excited was like he coached it that way, and that's not what happened.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see the All 22 this week. It's going to be mm-hmm. pretty fascinating to see. Um, Dave, what you well, number one, Dave, how how have you felt? I mean, we've we've texted throughout the season, but I mean, like, kind of how have you felt? leading into this game, it's just what was your thoughts on Arthur and kind of how the seasons went? And then now, you know, after the bye week, you know, what would you think about yesterday?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, heading into it, 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 it was a must-win game, right? And, like, it's mm. it wasn't our Super Bowl because we already played our Super Bowl and lost it to the <laughs> Cubs, <laughs> Right. Uh, but, um, but it was a must-win game. Like, you knew basically the odds and everything else. You know, if you lost this game to the Saints, not only was it crippling from, like, just a mental health perspective because we lost the Saints again. That sucks. We all hate it. Yeah. Um, but you're also, you know, effectively like two and a half games behind them in the NFC South. Season's all but over. So, you know, you knew coming into this one, there was, there was a healthy dose of dread and it was nice to have the holiday because you didn't think too much about it beforehand. But I was nervous. Like, you know, I was nervous to see how Ritter was going to do. I was nervous mm-hmm. to see what adjustments they were going to make, what the Saints were going to look like so then to come out the other end of it with a win i mean fantastic great feeling Mm -hmm. you know 10 out of 10. but yeah for arthur smith you know i mostly agree with mike like it wasn't huge improvement right you still saw him (laughs) make a fourth down call um where he had alignment in motion created like an empty space and and then you know that's where ritter ran like that that should not have happened. Um, I know Mike Rothstein posted, I think, on threads earlier today that you know Smith said in his press conference, bad call. You know, but but mm-hmm. those are the kind of calls that like it, it's just he's f- so frequently outsmarting himself, trying to do the unexpected. And it's like you have the guys to just line up, play it straight and win. And that's what you need to do right. more often. No more John Who Smith jet sweeps, no more John Who Smith to to Michael Pruitt touchdown passes that, that don't happen no more of the trickery, like just just do what you do well. And, and that's where I actually saw, I think the improvement was the the common sense to stick with the run late in the game, mm-hmm. the, the focus on getting Bijan Robinson the ball as much as possible early on, and then saving Tyler Algier for the end of the game.
1: Mm-hmm. And that
2: was a tired defense and he is your sledgehammer and you're just going to keep swinging him. Like To me, that was the best thing that I saw from Smith and this team. And I, I don't know if it had anything to do with Dave Ragone being up in the booth, who knows? Um, but clearly they came in, they wanted to run, they wanted to feature Robinson and they did both things really well. So, you know, it wasn't that they came into this game with absolutely no improvement, absolutely no gains, but you know, yeah.
3: Limited. A win is a win. A win is a win. A win is a
4: win. That's a, it. Amen to that, brother. I'm happy we got the win. Um, you know, and and the blueprint is it was was laid out yesterday. Run the damn ball. I know we're not the only platform that's talked about it. As several other folks have talked about it. Run the damn ball. This is what you this is your bread and butter running the ball. Everybody contributed. Um, John, you alluded to it over 220 yards rush. But my my problem is it's not that it's not the run game it's these passing concepts like mike was uh talking talking about earlier we're still seeing the same over and over these bunch concepts is not your calling you you got you have to stop that backyard football play calls because it's not working i think his play calling is what's ultimately leading to desmond making these mistakes as well because there's so much going on in one area it's tough to make the most valid decision to go forward so I, I he's not doing him any justice and it's and it's why he's still struggling, you know, making proper plays, making proper reads. Uh, again, we had he had two INTs yesterday. You know, one play was made by the honey badger was a great break on the ball. Sure, he can have it. And I think the one and in the goal line, I had a big problem with that that concept that was ran um in the goal line. You know, you, you're down there, you're sniffing the 10. Brother, you gotta run that goddamn ball. There's no time to get cute at Dave, like you just alluded to also the jet sweeps yeah. and things like that. These are got these have to be a, things of the past, man. They you have way too many skill set players. Drake London, Kyle, Hell Janu, uh, Bijan and Tyler. That you should not be one of the top scoring, or you should be one of the top scoring teams in the NFL, man, when you're inside of the 10. Don't know why. that scissors mm-hmm. the, we call it a scissors concept run., uh, that's where the the running back leaks as the uh, wide receivers um, you know, stretch the field out to give it to Tyler in, in the fashion that they wanted to give it to him. That didn't work. that that route concepts need space. so that was a horrible play call at that. end. I'm not going to get too much into that because I don't want to sound like I'm fucking ranting, but <laughs> loaded dude. dude. we, we yeah. got the w. we we got the w. I'm happy, but I'm just still concerned that we're seeing a lot of what. You Know what was problematic in the beginning, still being
3: that after the reset, quote unquote, after the buy. Yeah, minute, Don, I just want to speak before you say that I mm-hmm. want to speak on what Dave just said. I think that's important. It's like, dog, don't get cute. I want to, I, I, I was thinking that was a joke, I thought the uh, the greatest uh anthem, like when you hear um, if it's an event and whoever they call up to to you know sing the anthem, the greatest ones. Right. Are the ones that just sing it but the yeah. people that go uh after every note they try that shit <laughs> sounds terrific. every time you try to get cute uh, and red, that's when they go off the rails if you just sing the song straight away through and you let your voice boom we are all saying it's when I'm you try part. to get cute that it get messy and i feel like mm-hmm. that is his downfall when he tried like he just said when, when you down in the 20s it's time mm-hmm. to run the ball. It ain't time to start thinking, Oh man, if I if I can catch him off guard, I can but that ain't your skill set. It's mm-hmm. just not your thing.
0: Yeah, and that's the one thing we kind of hoped after the break he'd been he would have assessed and been like, Yeah, some of this stuff just doesn't work. Like every like literally every time I've tried something weird like this, it hasn't worked. <laughs> so yeah. like maybe let's not just do that, you know. And obviously <laughs> that happened like in that happened that play the first interception that Jay Black's talking about here that happened when we were uh, we were on the stream together and yeah. um it was like what you just said. I mean, that, that there was little to no spacing already. You're already in a cramped field, man. So, mm-hmm. like, if he would have led Bijan a little bit more, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. If, if Bijan would have not stopped yeah. and, and yeah. kind of, okay, cool. Or if he'd have put it more on him, but if he would have, then the D tackle is literally right there in front of him. So, if he would have put it on him, he would have been throwing it right at the D tackle. So. It's just a bad play like it's just a, like yeah. there's no like it's just nowhere like don't call that like that shouldn't yeah. be in that mm-hmm. situation you know so either way you know it's just yeah just a bad play and then like you said mm-hmm. the one that i don't know if he was trying to go back shoulder or not if he did he, he didn't, it didn't work. It. he mm-hmm. didn't hit i mean it wasn't the back shoulder um <laughs> but uh you know and you know honey badgers happened to turn his head at the right time see it break on it you know and then mm-hmm. Je- jefferson was like he had no idea that that was going to be a, no. he just, mm-hmm. he just kept running or, you know, or, or was it whatever, We're not running, but you know, he didn't turn around like he was trying to catch it. So, you know, those, and that's what's, you know, that's, what's maddening is like, you, you see and I, to me, like art and Des are like the same guy when it comes to be a, to, as a fan, they're the same, mm-hmm. they're the same. But it's like, they both do some good things. You're like, Oh shit, this can really work. Then mm-hmm. they do something dumb as hell. You know, multiple times you're like, see, this is why this can't work. <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah, because with with Des, like you see, it's like that beautiful throw to 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 Drake. Oh,
4: yeah, that oh, was on money. money. I that mean, was on just, money. And
0: yeah. I mean, and you know, with anticipation, touch mm-hmm. everything, put it right in the eye. Now he, I want to see the twenty two, but I'm pretty sure he has Scotty Miller possibly for a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> don't you say uh, that, you know, John.
3: Hey man, don't it, you ruin that for me, John? I'm just saying, I'm trying I'm just to give the man credit. I'm just he no. It was, was a good okay. throw. No,
0: regardless, it was still a good throw. I mean, regardless, yeah. you can't say that. And you know, um, and then I mean, he made some. He made some. Look, he's got a. He made some tight throws and some some areas that touch pass to Bijan. And you know, to, to the for the touchdown was beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. they get the. I, mean, I think they asked uh, Arthur, and he was like, you know, uh, was that supposed to go to? I think it was Rostin and asked him, was it supposed to go to Bijan when the free runner came to? He's like, well, that guy wasn't supposed to be free. I'm pretty sure it was McGarry's reason it was free, mm-hmm. but um, I think he, uh, Warner came right at him you know, and yeah. he just beautiful touch right over the top to, to be for the touchdown. So like, you see stuff like that and you're like, man, okay, like this, you know, he really has, you know, the potential to be the guy, but then, you know, it's like the, some of the decision, other, you know, then the other decision-making the turnovers just keep popping up. And that's the one thing, you know, it's hard to, to withstand if, you know, you do it game after game, after game, like there's gotta be, you know that's got to end at some point you know mm. and with art it's the same thing it's like i mean he'll call some great stuff you know she's like okay yeah, this is going away and then all of a sudden he'll do that or he'll do the fourth and two zone read which you shifted mcgary the other side of the line and then you ran to that side where you just moved him from and like like dude what why like why i mean you know it's like you got cp who's running mad and angry as hell yesterday which was awesome to see uh there's like so many other options to do there i mean like i just mm-hmm. You know, and he, like you said, Dave, Like I think he just said that was just a bad call. Like he said it multiple times and he was like, yeah, that was just a bad call. Like,
2: OK, well, I mean, just don't
0: try to outthink yourself, man. Just just, you know, use
2: well, your that, guys. that's the thing to me, too, is like it, it, it is the thinking. It's, it's kind of the same thing with both of them. Right. Like they get a little time to think and they're like, you know, mm-hmm. what would be great is if I did this thing. Like real was at his <laughs> yeah. best yesterday when he was just reacting. And I think Smith is kind mm-hmm. of the same way. It's like when you stick mm-hmm. to your plan. And when you're not thinking I'm going to catch him off guard because you almost never are. But, you know, with Ritter yesterday, the thing that I wanted to say about where he impressed me the most was there were two or three times where he would have taken a sack in any other game this year. Um, And he managed to get away and he scrambled and he just was way more decisive in those situations, a lot quicker um, processing what he needed to do. And then doing it than we've seen from him. And, and, to me, that's what makes the the turnovers even more frustrating. Is because there are these strides. He was making yeah. some strides as a passer. He's making some uh-huh. strides in his decision making. So if you could just clean those up, but we're at the point where he's averaging like two or three games. So it, it you know it, it's hard to trust that that's ever going to happen, right?
3: Mm-hmm. The, yeah. And, and here's the thing too: his greatest throws he made was when it was a person bearing that he knew he was going to get it both of the throws that he made he, was, he knew he was. it was a free person coming and he knew i'm getting ready to get it it was no there's nothing i could do and he put the ball on the money twice when that happened both those occasions with his two best passes um so i think that is amazing but here's what i i will never get over and i don't care if there's not a running back in the league or a quarterback in the league who who's going to give me two turnovers a game who i'm going to support and i'm gonna be a fan of it's not happening and i love the falcons but dog when you do this to me every game dog you lose us the, here's what he does every game he put us in a space to lose the game and then and then if he turn it on at the end and he do good we praise him like i told you it's a toxic relationship he inflicted our pain but then he it's like he cured it so like he, he, like, bought us roses after he cheated on us, man. But, like, you know, we're happy that he, you know, ran the bath, you know. But, you know, he still pushed me down the steps. I It, it got to be something to be about. <laughs> So, I just think that the dude is so frustrating to watch. And it's like Austin Smith does. They are so frustrating to watch because it's not consistent. Yeah. p whenever he get that ball, it's the same outcome the man is consistent. Whenever he gets to Tyler, it's consistent. It's some players we got that are consistent, but Desmond Ritter and their coach is just you never know what you're going to get, man. He might look amazing. He might look like trash and you just, oh, he might look like both in the same game. And you be like, what are you doing? Then he went and you'd be like, oh, he could be the quarterback of the future. Exactly. <laughs> you probably That's need to is. grab somebody in the same game. So it is a, upper, it's a toxic relationship, but I love it. I'm, tra- I'm mm. trauma bonded. Man, I mm-hmm. love him.
0: and uh the nerd king said i got a question do y'all think the hip-hop anniversary was a strategic move to give the falcons a needed motivated push or to intermediate the saints or both i think absolutely man i I think it's a hell of a time to absolutely great time to get there i did i did hear though you know like it started off bad apparently ti's mic wasn't working um when he came out the tunnel uh with the team and then they had some little issues but i, I did i did hear it got better throughout the day so yeah because uh, yeah, like yeah jeff wolf here what's up But he said uh, great w that's the man reason to be happy but the halftime <laughs> of other entertainment yeah i mean gz performed you know sort of ludicrous came down from it the freaking season awesome.
3: i wish i would have got to see that that had to be awesome
0: though. yeah yeah a lot of folks everybody. were there man. and we won Great mm. sunday yeah yeah and i mean yeah that's like i said that's uh that's what's so so damn frustrating. It's like you know you, going back to what uh, dude asked earlier in the chat. I mean, do we think we're going to go quarterback or, or pass rusher in the first round next year? I mean, I, 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 I you still don't know yet. I still don't you know still yet. I mean, like Des did enough. Like I mean, he still turned the ball over. You know, like if that continues, then yeah, we have to. I mean, like I, I love the guy. I mean, like that's what sucks it's like I, I, he you know he's a hard worker. If he ends up being your backup, like, he's a high level like, backup, I think at, at the least, which is fine you know that's a third third round pick okay fine i want him to be i I, best situation like we've always said is for him to be the guy for some of him to these turnovers Mm -hmm. work themselves out he continues to progress like we've seen like dave said making quicker decisions getting the ball out making good throws like all that stuff progresses and that and then he's our guy um if that doesn't happen pretty quickly over the next six games i don't think the management's going to go in the next year uh with not going after a quarterback whether it's a free agent or mm-hmm. yeah. you know somebody in the draft because I mean that they are going to be under enough pressure as it is to win so you know I just don't think that can be something they can I hope, I hope it's not I hope, I hope it's not the case it's just we just you know it's just mm-hmm. so back and forth And the same thing with our I mean I don't think Art's going to yeah. go anywhere especially if we made the playoffs he's not going to go anywhere yeah. um I mean I would love he's to like- see Another. know
3: that uh that just married thing that everybody do i want to see like just fire and then you send both of them in the same car because so, they're best friends <laughs> so we're going to send them out the building in the same mm-hmm. car just fire with, with with like some cans on the back yeah. man they are tied to each other and that is scary that is so scary because i can't tell who is bringing the other one down
1: mm-hmm.
3: i i really couldn't tell you who like who's dragging the other one down but they tied to each other so i hope they I can I just hope they get it together. Can we please get an offensive coordinator to call plays? Let Arthur Smith just be a head coach. Dave, you think I'm there's even a opp-
0: Dave, you think there's even a chance that would happen? I don't
2: think no, because it. I think the whole reason you brought Arthur Smith here is to call plays, right? Yeah. Um, you you knew in Tennessee, and I think this is part of his issue too. Is like you had Derrick Henry and and you had mm-hmm. AJ Brown for a while there, but you did not have a ton of weapons to work with, and I think he's got that mindset that like. I'm going to rummage through to make this meal. And I got a dented can of beans in here. And look, there's another dented can of beans. It's a little (laughs) bit past date, but I'm going to use that too. And we're going to make this thing work. And that's that's been his mindset. But that is why you brought him here too. As you said, Mm -hmm. this guy called one of the best red zone offenses for a couple of years in football. He made it work with lesser guys. We'll give him more talent to work with. And it should work out better. Mm -hmm. obviously you know quarterback being one factor there's there's other Mm -hmm. factors him himself but i cannot see them saying you know like sure you're still the head coach but we're gonna have somebody come in and call plays for you like that just doesn't feel like something that's on the table Mm -hmm. i think getting a passing game coordinator to help him i think getting an actual quarterback coach those are things that not only Mm -hmm. might they happen they're probably mandatory if the season doesn't turn all the way around Mm -hmm. and even then Um, but in terms of him giving up play calling, I think he'll be gone before he does that.
4: Yeah, I, I, you know, I hate to sound like this, but you know, it, it has to. He has to have that man in the mirror moment where he says, "Okay, I need help," and it's okay to say that. But like you alluded to right just now, Dave, you know, he, he had that situation in Tennessee where he had Derrick Henry, he had uh, A.J. Brown and stuff like that, and he made do with what he had. The problem here with Atlanta is, it's I think he's he's suffering from having too much and not knowing what to do with it. So in a sense, you have to give up that play calling duty to somebody next year if he wants to prolong his career with the Atlanta Falcons. I, I, I believe that next year, pass rusher has to get addressed. We haven't had a guy like since the days of John Abraham. I'm gonna yeah. definitely overlook the Vic Beasley anomaly year because I think Thank that you. was a preparation that was just <laughs> a one that was a mini milli vanilli uh for for Sack. That's a good that's, one. That's Perfect. exactly what it was. A one hit wonder. We need to solidify that spot. So what does Arthur do? I think he goes into the vet pool and he finds somebody that can come in and run his offense. I know that Kirk Cousins has been linked a lot to this team, and a lot of people will frown on that. A lot of folks will frown on uh uh Ryan Tannehill but you gotta respect the fact that these guys are vets and they know what to do in this league and probably could run Arthur Smith's offense seamlessly and and, and go from and go from there. So bringing in an offensive coordinator shit learn from what Mike Rabel did. Mike Rabel was the coach. You were the OC he he handled the coaching duties. You handle the play calls. Elevate yourself, brother. You be the coach. You let somebody else do that stuff for you. And there's a guy out there by the name of Ken Dorsey who is available from Buffalo who could probably work wonders with what we have here. He was money in the red zone, money on, on the offensive side. Uh, I don't think he's he, – I think he was the scapegoat in buffalo uh and he would be a great problem to have here in atlanta as far as on the offensive side so i'm all for it if it does happen but Arthur, have a man in the mirror moment and say god damn it i need help
3: and and, and i'm gonna be honest here's why you have to do that there are so it's a lot of people in the world that just have a job and they get like mm-hmm. uh, you know regular money and the way that they know how to save and they know how to budget they know how to do everything and as soon as they hit the lottery you would think that it would translate if they already know how to budget, man. They start smoking drugs. They got start going to strip club and they start doing all types of stuff. Right. And then they blow the bread and then they kill everybody like around them drunk driving just wilding out. And when you get that type of bread, you got to get an accountant because you don't know what to do with it. And I feel like that's same with him. God, when you have that talent, you don't know what to do with it, but that ain't your thing. So you got to go get help ain't nothing wrong. The same way with Berto said, just say, man, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it's too much. Like, I don't know how to do, I don't know how to handle all this. So I'm gonna go get somebody who can help me instead of you being like, all right, I'm struggling, but I'm gonna do it my way. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, but Don't mm-hmm. hurt the team for uh man for, for like a um, egoic thing. Cause it's hurting the team right now. And I, man, we could be clear in the playoffs as one of the best teams in the NFL. Like we shouldn't even be having no conversation like this. To be honest with the talent on the team, mm-hmm. just to be honest.
0: Yeah, and so people said, "Did you see the guy? Did you see Coach Smith downplay the question about uses of Pitts in today's press conferences?" And he said he was still coming back. Yeah, he did say that. But honestly, I think in the second half, it was more of Parker Hesse and McCall Pruitt's run blocking. I don't think mm-hmm. that you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think you want. I don't think you want pits out there when you're trying to just you know smoke guys yeah. down the field. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean. I haven't seen, or I haven't seen the 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 snap count. I do think he was definitely down though from thirty-one percent usage. Thirty-one percent—that's low for a number four pick. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) low. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know, a Running
3: type game though.
0: It was. I mean, at the end of the game, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we've seen. I mean, he's improved, but he's not what you want. If you and hey, shout out to Parker Hesse, man. Clearly. (laughs) <laughs> I mean the run game There's works better with Marquez. Hesse, man, it really does. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the, but, the it joke, but it's
2: true. It's all true. You know. Yeah.
0: It all is. It is. It's it's yeah. been a joke, but it's just true. And I mean, you look at uh, PFF, man. The top four of five guys in PFF were offensive linemen mm-hmm. for our for us. I mean, and we haven't had that, man. The very I mean number one was. uh Matthew Bergeron, ninety four, ninety four, 9. Yeah. Dude was excellent. Dude was just road grading yesterday. I mean, that the touchdown from Bijan, he was set, he set mm-hmm. that and he yep. just walled off that inside. And no, he and, I mean it was perfect. And Chris Lindstrom, 92.8, Caleb McGarry, 83.6, Drake London, 83, and then Drew Dahlman, 78. Um, oh. and then yeah, I know. Uh and then on defense, Jesse Bates, obviously <laughs> number one, 91.7. Um and then Desmond had a 76.8, which is actually really good for 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 Des. I mean, like it's like not bad for a quarterback in general, actually. 76.8 is pretty solid. Uh, and then Jake Matthews had a 58 point nine. Rough day for Jake, rough day for Jake. Um, but uh yeah, I mean uh but but just it was just nice to see because that's the offensive line we thought we were going to get from day one this year. Like we thought, like, oh, we're gonna come and just maul folks every game. Like, and that just didn't happen at all, you know. But to see him play like that yesterday, then that kind of gives you hope, like, okay, this could be how this might look going for I know every you know the opponent's going to be different but I mean just to see him come out with that kind of physicality and so Arthur's and coach Smith talked about their Wednesday practice how it was like training camp and they were just physical as hell and all over it. and he challenged, they challenged the offensive line to come out and be them and do their thing and they did man they came they they held up their end of the bargain and just I mean if, if mm-hmm. we can get that kind of performance every Bijan goes and does his thing I mean that's time makes it I mean CP running with so much energy and so much oh my anger God, and, man
3: oh here's why here's why i love it the team was conscious of the team that we was playing against and how much that meant Mm because it should be like a greater thing when we play against the saints i should see a greater effort i should Mm -hmm. see you play harder and it seemed like the whole team was on board with that so i can i don't know what that was the coaching or the quarterback or whatever that was but man that that was awesome to see them if you're gonna play your hardest play it against the saints yeah I'm, it I'm
2: was so kind of the reverse. Of I'm proud say. of them all. You know, like I I felt like Derek Carr just got off the bus, man. He didn't care. Like, this <laughs> yeah, is just yeah. another game to him. <laughs> yes. It can't be another game to you. Like, Drew Brees is the most boring person alive, but you knew he wanted to kill us every week in his mm-hmm. boring, you know, uh, Abacare salesman kind of way. But, like, Derek Carr just, like, he looked flat, and I loved him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, dude, I
0: mean, like... yeah, I mean. Uh, but I'm so
3: proud that i keep him there. Uh man, younger players on the team still understood the rivalry because, like you said, they wasn't mm-hmm. there for a lot of that. So I'm just—I was so proud that they know what it what it meant to us. Cause man, cause we gonna hear it forever if we lose, and it's gonna be vicious. Mm-hmm. But if we win, oh, we gonna talk it forever, and it's gonna be oh,
4: yeah. vicious. <laughs> man, i am more—I'm more happy for Matthew Bergeron. Man, he had a. He had Absolutely. his hate- oh yesterday against Brian Breesey, man, of, of New Orleans. man. That's another, you know, stout guy from out of Clemson. But he held his ground, man, held his ground. I- I'm liking it more for the interior of the Falcons. And It's like we're-, we're molding our very own Jari Evans and Carl Nix of-, of the New Orleans Saints from back in the day, two mm-hmm. dominant guards. That's mm-hmm. going to be, you know, Lindstrom and-, and Bergeron are shaping to be the one-two punch of the future. I'm excited for that because if the calling card for the Falcons is the running game, then we're in good hands with those two guys. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 good with that man. The I have fact to he's to a ask rookie you, in Birdo,
3: that, Dave, and John. Yeah. I got I have to ask y'all this. Is Jake Matthews washed in nah. his best days behind him?
4: No, I, I think he I you know honestly, hey, you can say what you no want. Quick, but, you can say but, what you on. want. I think he would benefit more from a position switch right to the right side. I think he'd be better suited now at his age to go back to his natural spot from Texas AM. At, at right tackle and draft a left tackle of the future. That's just me. That's just what Ooh. I feel. So but I, I, but I still I still think that he has a lot left in the tank. He just got to switch. He just has to switch. Dave. Dave?
2: Yeah I don't think he's washed. Um I, I think you know then you said is his best football behind him. I mean probably right like yeah. we're just getting older right we're mm-hmm. all getting older but Jake Matthews especially maybe um, being out there on the field for us. But I, I still think Jake Matthews is a good player. I, I think he's going to have his weeks. He drives me a little bit crazy sometimes, especially mm-hmm. the run blocking comes and goes. But, you know, he's he's still the same guy. And, and for better or for worse, he's kind of been, you know, right here. And then, well, you can't see my hand, but like right here, right here, right here, you know, his whole career. But it's, all, it's yeah. all on like the same line. Right. He's got baseline level of play. He's not going to go too far above it. He's not going to go too far below it. You know, he's going to be out there every week, giving you a pretty good effort, you know, so probably, you know, his days with the team somewhat numbered, but he's got at least a couple more good years as a starter left in him, I think. Yeah. I love
3: it. Johnny.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with both those guys. Yeah. Best days probably pass him, but I wouldn't mind what Berto said. I wouldn't mind him switching to the right. I mean, Depends on what we end up doing with McGarry. I mean, but mcgarys he's another guy frustrating because he's so damn good at run blocking, but he's still suspect as hell when it comes to pass blocking. He's gotten better, but it's still, you know, I mean, he can't stop a speed rusher to save his life. So, I mean, it's, yep. you know, it's, that's, that's the stuff that frustrates I was, you, man. I, man, I,
3: I was close to that dude. And when you look at him and you oh, see the size of him, to to see him struggling, blocking, it's like, how? I don't even know how you right. would struggle with anything. Doug, you are a huge human being. Like I've never, oh my god, he is huge. So I don't even know why he's struggling, but he is it's
0: a massive Viking man.
3: Fellas,
0: mm-hmm. Shout out what up, to
3: the fans in the Bens, the bars, and in their home supporting his team to a huge win against Cam, front runner Jordan and the Saints. We need that love next week. I'm gonna be honest. I do. Did he quit? Say, I was gonna say that. Um <laughs> I re- I truly think that the line fed off the fans
0: 100
3: man the concert had the fan and the Saints game and so you already on 10 and then you see all your favorite stars and not just one but all of them here and they staying for the game you excited and that must have fed that line because when they turn the bullies it's no stopping them mm-hmm. like when they turn to, hey i'm i'm a pummel i'll pummel you like i'm gonna punish you i'm gonna run you over i'm a- when they get like that, they get ugly. I mean, two hundred something yards rushing. It don't matter who was in the backfield. It didn't matter who we put back there. It was bully ball. And when they, I really think that came from the fans. That the fans were so hyped that the line got hyped, and when the line mm-hmm. get hyped, the backs get hyped, and when the backs get hyped, the team get hyped. <laughs> so man, so man. it was just a oh man. And then to do it against the Saints, I just I couldn't be happier, man.
0: You remember when we were talking about after the arizona game we were all we were worried that you know the saints fans were going to run the damn bins yeah. and we, were, we weren't going to show up you know that's what we were like on oh, no, us this, this can't happen for you know for the saints game so shout out to everybody who packed the freaking bins mm, yeah. man and got loud because it was it was not that way man there was white there was flags everywhere
2: man, you um it was see, like man.
0: oh it was it's amazing man and that's I mean, it was just awesome to see and that yeah so shout out to all, all the fans that were there i'm sure Uncle Steve was there, uh, and Uh the good stuff saying. make sure y'all check out uncle steve's lounge man and, and exactly. subscribe while you're there absolutely um but yeah i mean that was they had a huge effect that's what we could yeah. be every week man that's what's you know we could bring that energy every week and, we and then it was please do
3: we try to make but, the playoffs. talk a buck, offensive yeah. creativity is not the smith's forte Is not it's just I mean, not your thing The Defiled- you poor oh, bastards
0: man damn you it man four bastards it. but i feel so bad God, for you i was watching it. the whole no. game you know what? And I have Cameron Dicker as my kicker, so I was like, you know, Dicker the kicker. But I was like, mm-hmm. okay, we're gonna score some points tonight, man. And uh, of course, you know, I, I'm 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 down by like 15 right now. I need I need Jordan Addison to just show out tonight <gasps> for me to win this game. But if Dicker would have just got me like eight nine, I'd have been in really good shape. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, just three. So I got to go out and make it. I got to go. get it. I got to
3: check out mm-hmm. the ball, bros. Man, I love those guys.
0: Yeah, man, for sure. Um, But uh so let's talk about the defense, man. Um Yay! Derek Carr was doing his thing. Like I said, we said earlier, you know, kind of just mm-hmm. hitting whoever we wanted in between the 20s. And then we just stopped him dead cold inside the red zone. Or, you know, I mean, and Arthur Smith had a day. We said, you know, he said we weren't trying to bend. <laughs> it's just that just happened to be, you know, we there's some obviously things we got to get better at. But Jesse with the two huge plays. Yeah. um, But. It was nice to have Dalford back. It was nice to have Anya Mata back. Made the the huge. I mean, that's our luck, man. We, he he forces that fumble. It bounces tr- right to At Perry. When we've got five right guys, we got five guys right there. It goes right to At Perry. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, great play by him there. Uh, still missing, like we talked about, still missing that pass rush. You know, to really really get effective on the on the quarterback. But um, I mean, the defense, man. Like I said, they just. They show they show up when when they have to, man. And they stop. I mean, five, force five field goals. You know, like that was it. Um, so, Dave, I mean, all year long, it's kind of been that similar kind of situation. What, what do you? What, what, what say you? I
2: think wherever Dean is, man, he's uh, he's he's looking on and smiling because they are bending and not breaking at a very high <laughs> level. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe Ryan Nielsen is just a young DNP with a mustache. I don't know, but I'll take it. Um, but it. like you guys remember, like the snack wells cakes. Does that ring a bell? Like that those like low calorie snacks. Like that's what kind of day Derek Carr had on Sunday, right? Like yeah. he was. He yeah. was I hate empty to say calories. this, but like, I don't
4: look at calories, man. I just go in for the kill.
2: Why would you hate to say it, man? That's the right way to live. Um, <laughs> hey, but like you know, that's yeah, what that's what it was though. It's like between the twenties, like he looked like a great quarterback, yeah. like he always yeah. does. And then uh, you know, as soon as you get into the red zone, he turns into Derek Carr the doofus. And and that's that's what we want from him, obviously. <laughs> Absolutely. Derek did do- I give the defense credit for tightening up when they needed to. I give him credit for the big plays. Carr got awfully lucky that that really awful fumble went just to the right place too. Yeah, like really that thing did. was like 10 yards out. Like he couldn't he couldn't have thrown that away from him any better than he did. Uh-huh. Um So, you know, obviously with the limitations the Saints were working with and how many yards they got, that's disappointing. Yeah. But they stood up when they needed to, and and it was more proof that, like, you know, we think we got a quarterback problem, and and in a way we do, because we don't know if we got the long-term answer. But you could have a long-term answer, you know, for a huge contract that you're pretty sure is not the guy, and that's what the Saints have. So that that also is a good feeling. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot yes. of money,
0: man. Hundred million bucks. I right, man, I
4: there's there's a there's a small victory he had in this game yesterday, man. Arnold ebuchetti got a sack. I think it was in the fourth quarter. Yes, I believe giving him three and a half or four and a half for the year, leading the team in sacks. But also with that sack, we uh, surpassed last year's total. We had twenty one. Uh, sacks in total last year. I think we're at 23 right now. So I guess, you know, the Ryan Nielsen era is well on the way in that department as far as the pass rush uh, thing is going. But I want to touch on something the wrinkles that were were shown in yesterday's um, defense. I believe they ran a lot of either big nickel or cover three. We saw a lot of the Marco Helms, right. which I fucking loved. And, but what we need to do is. Nix the plans of having Mike Hughes on the goddamn field and thank having you. Clark Phillips, a third, active from here on out. Uh, here we go, Clark Phillips. Uh, Mike Mike Hughes came in here as an you know expensive free agent. We get it. Um, sure. Thank you for your service, but you should be oh. relegated to special teams. Nothing more. Should not be seeing the field. You know, the, the Saints, when they needed a big play, they really targeted him. I know Jeff Okuda had a pretty down game yesterday, but he'll bounce back. I'm no concern there whatsoever. But Mike Hughes was the uh, weakest link, and for that, he needs to go goodbye on this okay. defense. But other than that, man, you know, the Falcons showing that new wrinkle with that cover three or big nickel, whatever have you. Um, I, I loved. you know, um, more guys on the field. Uh, I'm glad that the tight ends didn't, you know, run us out of town like they did in the Arizona game. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, man. So defensively speaking, man, I think it was a, it was great. You know, it was the ultimate bending, note breaking. And like uh, Dave was saying, there's a, a Dean Pease smiling somewhere in, in, in the outskirts of Atlanta. I think his son is still in in with the team as a, a defensive assistant of some sort, Matt Pease. Oh, cool. So mm-hmm. so some, some yeah. of his stampings are still within this mm-hmm. team. So but, you know, nonetheless, it was a great showing by the defense. Really happy for them.
0: And you know what like richie that. grant played a little bit better yesterday too richie had a nice go little on. comeback game that was better than i mean he had, really only had one way to go from the arizona game to be yeah, honest yeah, yeah. but i mean like you know but it was nice to see uh to see all That's three of them out there call, playing man. Man, yeah. i'm everything, gonna be honest You're everything so works
4: for him when, when everything is in the front when yeah. everything is in front of richie grant right. Yep. He is—he's the second round that we all envision to be. It's when he has mm-hmm. to think he's in space and he's, you know, in that island. That's when we be when we say, "Okay, wait a minute, here's
3: trouble." So yeah, that's what we said honest, last week. Bro. Keep him out of the I'm back third. Mm-hmm. I'm so impressed with D. Alfred, man. He oh, do man. it every game. He do every it game. every time we put him in, though. He play well. I'm—I love that dude. Yep.
0: Dave, any uh, thoughts or um reasoning why you think Mike uses or? was still in there and Clark not just I mean based on I mean because I thought Clark played well in Arizona game other than I mean, he had one penalty but I mean I thought he played well for That's being it. his first go at it
2: yeah I, I think this coaching staff has shown um you know we, we saw it with rare last year we see it with Malone this year um and Katie to some extent too like if they don't think a guy should have a role or a full-time role they just don't do it, and they they trust the veteran ahead of them. And I think we've seen enough of Hughes to know that that's not really a good idea. Um, mm. But <laughs> that that's sort of their their guiding principle. And I think they saw Phillips, you know, with the penalty, and they saw Brown really like, you know, get five steps on him and and just miss yeah, that, I mean. you know, that mm-hmm. grab that would have been. And maybe that was enough for them to say we need to you know put a little more seasoning on Clark Phillips, and we'll come back to him. But you know assuming that's the logic i don't really agree with it i think phillips is a more aggressive player i think he's more talented i think he should be out there right now i think we all think that so yeah. you know agree to disagree with the coaching staff on that if that's the rationale if it's not whatever it is l- let's get phillips in there let's you know you're you're willing to throw demarco hellams in there and he's shown you you know good things from day one so i get mm-hmm. it but at the same time like if you're willing to trust your your seventh round rookie at safety and you know crucial snaps why not trust the other rookie who's right. just better than the guy that you're putting out there so
3: Star yeah. okay. start cp3 we all want to see him
1: <laughs>
3: jay black said john i want to know if you really know how to play those guitar he actually played john john could play that guitar man let me tell you yeah i gotta stand up for my boy i won't even let him at john could play that guitar better than you can imagine there you now, go. Had, now, I'm awesome. trying to get him to show y'all, but that's going to take a while. The same way all 22 <laughs> took a month, you got to give me some time. I will give him the play. Trust me. Just give me some
1: mm.
0: time. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I can. I can. I'll, just, I'll let him. Yeah, Mike, that's a perfect answer, buddy. Thanks for answering yeah. that for me. Um, yeah, and Kerry uh, said, I completely agree with Dave on the play calling. Still an issue. We need a true O.C. to call a play. Still getting too cute. Also, why couldn't we run the ball in the red zone when CP had two angry runs in a row? Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, it's like that it just goes back to the same point as like, just you know, there's no reason to to stop what's working if it's working, you know. And then yeah. obviously that was working, but
3: and listen, I do want to say this too. Uh I just i I respect all three of those guys because that's a role where I know if that was me, I would probably want the carries and the ball and some catches, and for all three of them to be cool with standing on the sidelines sometimes because all three of them have to do it at times and mm-hmm. they and you haven't heard any drama you haven't heard no rumblings and when they all and they all cheat each other on when they come off and on it just seemed like I, it's rare to see that so i i respect all those three dudes and um i love to see cp get his touches because he's electricity but then when tyler play i feel the same but we gotta let tyler loose because he almost he almost broke a few. Tyler was one hit away from going sure to and then we love Bijan because it's Bijan. So mm-hmm. it's like you really, oh man, it's like we cannot mess with those three. And I love all um all three of them, but I just respect the fact that it hasn't been anybody that was like, give me the damn ball. Man, Tyler would have every right to be like, bro, I've earned this. Give me the ball, like and and CP will too. And so would Bijan. So the fact that you're not getting that from nobody it just make it all the more just awesome to see, man.
0: I think I saw their snap counts for the year. At least Bijan and Tyler, and they're I think it's like one apart. I think they're almost the exact same yeah. snaps this year. That's just, just how. I mean, obviously Bijan missed that okay. game in Tampa for the most part. But give what up? But but I mean that's I mean this mm-hmm. how this game went. Kind of how you I mean you don't want a tired defense, uh, or, or that we want a tired defense with Tyler running at them. That the defense does not want to see that. They don't want to yeah. see Tyler Algier coming no. downhill. After they've been hit by CP and you know Bijan breaking their ankles and the, the offensive line just mauling them all game. That's not you know, it's not something they want to see. You know, and that's you just saw it happen during that 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 last drive. It was like, all right, well, screw it. We're just gonna keep running it down your throat. Y'all can't stop us. We're gonna run the clock off, you know, kick the field goal that put us up by two scores and call it a day. You know, and and that's a lot what of business
1: been...
3: decisions on that man. A lot of business decisions. WCG said, I wanna say Ritter is the problem. But some of these routes Arthur Smith draws up a junior has, dog I'm right where you at i want to tell you the problem but every time I look at the play I'm like I don't know now I can't tell
0: <laughs> yeah that's the thing i mean uh watching the and but miss B here asking w the, uh, geez like how how does you know the routes and plays he draws up uh, the <laughs> watching the well watching the twenty two like that's you know I don't know if he i don't know if he gets to twenty two or not but like since i've been doing that this year yeah a lot of them are garbage i mean like i mean like you'll you'll see we've talked about it i mean like there'll be literally drake Mm -hmm. and pick your you know kyle or whoever running way downfield you know and and uh and ridder has or whoever the quarterback is has little to no time there might be a check down but he has to get out of the backfield quick enough before he gets sacked um so like there's, there's a lot of these plays take a long time to develop and we don't have that much time to get them there there's times where there's like the spacing issue like we've talked about before and mm-hmm. you know when damsky's on here we talked about it too I mean you may mm-hmm. have two or three guys literally in the same air like within this 10 15 yards of each other mm-hmm. you know and you've got four dbs right there or whatever like it's some of it just doesn't make any sense I mean like some of them and I'm sure like I said I mean we're not in the room I'm sure he could explain it to where it would probably makes some sense I don't know maybe I'm no not good. sure. I don't know. I mean, I really don't because some of, I mean, like there's, like I said, watching it, the 22, like there's some, I would just literally just throw out. Like there's no, like the chances of this play working probably 10%. So why would you even run it? You know, why would you run it? You know? um, So there's, there's some issues in there, but you know, we we said before, it's like, it's both. I mean, it's, it's both. I mean, Arthur's got some, some blame in it. Ritter's got some blame in it. You know, earlier in the year, the offensive line's got some blame in it. Like there's plenty to go around when it came to the offense. It wasn't just one guy that was sinking the ship. I mean, it was, you know, Plenty of guys. So that's just one thing that we've had to uh hopefully get better for. Hell Bol- oh, yeah, man. Dude, uh, it's Rogers are coming to Atlanta next year, buddy.
3: No, I cannot wait for this. We're oh, going to do wow. a podcast together. Man, we're going to have a blast when we link up. I'm telling you, that's going to be something amazing.
0: That's, that's going to be, be something
3: time. epic.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's in the ball, bro.
3: and Red Machine. The tribute was awesome. Yep. Man, you was there? Yeah. No, I, I wish I would have got to see that. man. That had to be amazing. Uncle buck i'm scared with Arthur smith grooming any quarterback rookie or season that i don't see i see see, see you scared me with grooming i was like what is he doing now so i'm gonna <laughs> I, I get what you are saying i'm scared with Arthur smith grooming any rookie qb i was like what is he doing all right but yeah i, I don't think he should be yeah i think you have to go get a quarterback coach who's qualified matt
0: ryan Mm. Well, I mean, if somebody like Kirk came in, for instance, I mean, like there's not a whole lot of grooming going on there. Yeah. mean, Kirk Mm -hmm. Kirk is who he is. I mean, he could probably be a quarterback's coach at this point. Like he's, Mm -hmm. you know, going to be what, 37, 38 years old. So, I mean, even if even if that was the play, I mean, you're going to have him for what, two years, maybe, you know, while you Mm -hmm. draft a guy to sit behind him. You know what I mean? So, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's. You know, again, that's if Ritter ends up not being, yeah. you know, the, the that's guy the, or whatever. But. That's
4: the thing, man. You know, Ritter came into the league as Clay and Arthur Smith being the molder. And Arthur Smith is not known for grooming quarterbacks. He's everywhere he's been, he's he's had somebody already proven, you know, Tannehill, Mari, Mariota. Hate that I'm saying that name. But, uh, you know, Matt Ryan also. Now, this is his first year, really, with somebody that he can put his stampings all over. It's not looking too good, man. So like you're better off looking for a vet next year. Damn, hey, bro, they a rookie
3: dog. If if he's the clay, if he's the if if the dude is the clay and he the mold, it, it looked like a it looked like a child's <laughs> project. <in school>. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you know, it's like real, man,
1: like yeah. oh, it look,
4: oh, it. he shouldn't be in charge of molding nobody. No, I, no, I agree,
3: I agree, man.
0: Uh, I think, uh, I think it was John Harrell in the chat, yeah, man. Uh, Joe, Ask that's us.
3: my man. I love that dude. He always supports the nonsense yeah. of, of audio <laughs> Falcon. Yeah, you for that buddy.
0: Uh, I think John Harrell asked earlier in the chat um, what we thought about Jared Verse uh, as far as the mm. draft pick goes. Um, Florida State guy, yeah,
4: yeah, Florida State guy, high motor, lovely hand usage, uh, translates speed to power, pretty decent. Uh, he's one of the. He fits the mold of now now's day and age of a pass rusher, long, you know, and 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 skinny, so to say. You know, he's like a Brian Burns uh, kind of. Uh, but definitely, like you know what he has done, I'm glad that he um, uh, he chose to go back to Florida State instead of coming out last year. I think his draft he can help his draft status uh, this year a little bit more. Uh, and yeah, but we'll see if the Falcons, uh, you know, land in that 10 to 12, 10 to 15 lane, and he's available, run to the podium and turn that card in with his name on it. Sure. Yeah.
1: Look you know watch how Scott Berto
3: is. You see how Scott Berto is? How he just reeled that up. Bro, I don't even know who that is. I don't even know who the person John said was. And he's talking <laughs> about speed, the power, and all this. I don't even know who that is. I might be like, oh, he rap? He got No, all the <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no. I didn't, <laughs> look how, that's why Bird ought to go right there because I don't even know who that is. I just
0: Hey, uh, Mike, y'all, y'all, if, y'all don't, if y'all don't know, Mike's not a huge college football oh, watcher. So, no, yeah. yeah. But uh, now, have you seen much of him, Dave?
2: Not a lot. <clears throat> no, yeah. but I, I did like him last year. Um, mm-hmm. I liked him as a possibility a year ago, so I don't like him any less. Having seen what little I've seen from him this year, yeah. seems like it'd be a fun, uh, fun addition for for Ryan Nielsen. And mm. if this team does go the veteran quarterback route, like. I think it's you know, there was a running gag where like I would do the the Falcons pick for SB Nation every year, and like six straight mm-hmm. years they were like, "Are you turning in another first round pass rusher?" And I was like, "Yes,
1: <laughs> because we need
2: one." And, every you year, know, right? I'm, I'm I'm right back there. It's the same thing. So if, if Jared versus is that guy, he's within range. Like I'd be very happy with that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and WCG to ask about. I wonder who wanted Pitts to coach or GM because you would think Arthur would want more of a run blocker. Great you know, plan. I don't know. I mean, like, you know, Arthur always talked about that positionless football, you know, so, and, you know, whether he wanted Pitts to play maybe, you know, he had, I mean, honestly, his, if you look at his snaps, he's lined up more as a wide receiver than he's lined up as an inline mm-hmm. tight end since he's been on our team. Like, he's lined up more as a wide receiver. So, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, it's a professional
3: important. decoy most of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, Uh, I mean, one thing about Des, I mean, he he does, I mean, he definitely looks to Drake. They all, they definitely have a connection. So, at least Drake gets involved. I mean, and Pitts got involved too yesterday. He made a few catches. It wasn't as much as you know, but again, that snap count, like think Berta said, thirty-one percent was already already pretty, you know, down there. He
4: was targeted two times. That was it. He, I had to talk about him on earlier on uh, Bleacher Report. He was only targeted twice. No, I'm gonna tell you, I don't care how many yards, man.
3: No, I don't care how they do. I don't care how they act when the camera's on. When these players get home and you mm-hmm. target them twice, believe me, his wife to hurt it all. He, oh, he get home and he Ooh. let Desmond have it, man. He let Arthur have it at home. I'm telling you, two times. Because just think of what he could be if he was like Travis Kelsey, if he was getting the ball. He could be yeah. the top in the league. So Absolutely. I'm telling you, he, he got a rough opinion in private. Trust me.
0: Hmm. Question from Jay Black there, Berto's, uh, is Berto, is Ritter running the ball just a little more helping the offense run more efficiently?
3: It's a
4: good wrinkle to have, um, you know, having that that as an option, uh, having Ritter run the ball. But even at that, man, it's scary because, you know, the ball situation, the ball controlling he's had issues with in the past. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, it, it does help. To answer his question, it does help because it just it adds more. It's, it's a – you know, he adds as a component that the defense has to – you know, a you know a trip before and and try to stop for it. so sure it does help.
0: Yeah, don't like see it, but it does help. <laughs> I mean, you know, and I'm I'm not happy that he fumbled. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it does kind of like like, dude. You know, you you're going to carry the ball tighter now. Like right, that that kind of makes you you know. So yeah, I mean, I, I've been asking for them to use his legs all season because it just another element you have to defend. You know, whether it's like earlier in the season when we were that naked backside boot was open so many times that we just I and mean, we never ran it we always handed hand it off you know and so uh, we didn't do that yesterday but i mean like dave said the times that they pocket collapsed or I mean, he may have took a sack he didn't you know he took off and ran you know and got a first down at several occasions and like that's that's those are huge man it keeps the drives going so yeah I'd, I'd love to see it uh just happen more often and Miss B said, if y'all watch the 49ers, they have similar weapons to us. Offense and uh, offense looks great. All players get involved. Yep. The first few games, they were scoring 30 points. And that's Kyle Shanahan. Because he that's the difference in Kyle Shanahan to, and Walter Smith. Yep.
3: Yeah. He know how to <laughs> use the money. That's what I say. He don't need an accountant. He's quite used to it.
0: Yeah, Kyle, Kyle did his uh, practice here you know, with us and then took that over mm-hmm. to San Francisco to do what he's doing there, even though he hasn't won the Super Bowl yet. But, yeah, he's obviously gotten a lot of that mm-hmm. offense over there. So, hey, John, I, I mean, have it's...
4: a question over here from somebody in the chat. It, it's, yep. it's for everybody. It's uh, Tay Rush. He's all the way at the bottom. I don't know where you're hey, at. what so... up?
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm just going down. Go ahead. Oh, oh, you said that's at the very bottom?
4: Yeah, yeah. He, uh, Yep, Tay Rush. Right there? Uh, nope, nope, nope. Um, and you want me to just read it out and then give you time to just find it when you do yeah, it? Yeah,
0: that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Okay. He says, Berto, ask the panel what has to happen for fans to have a
3: change of heart
4: about Desmond Ritter
3: dog no, oh man i don't start I with oh, I, oh man so listen i'm gonna tell you what's quite frustrating i'm gonna tell you what's quite frustrating i saw it pisses me off to no extent i just don't speak i saw people have a change of heart against my main man Matty ice for way less i'm talking about way less i'm talking well, he don't have no ring he ain't throwing for 400 yards a game so he got to get out of here he got to get you know he's not fast so he got to get out of here i watch y'all turn on matt ryan for the for nothing for nothing because the team suck he took all the blame y'all kept saying he got to go he y'all did it every season he got to go now it's him he holding us back. i heard ti he was he, he was on uh what he's on shannon sharp podcast he blamed Matt ryan something like what are y'all watching so when i see desmond Ritter. And he throw and he fumbling. He's throwing the ball every pick he throw. He throw it right to the defense. It's not a hard interception. He throw it right to him, and he do it twice a game. He fumbled the ball, and the C people still like, well, give him the whole season, let him just have a free reign. I be thinking, where was this? I'm, I'm fine with it, but I'm saying, where was this for my main man Matty Ice? Where was the patience when Matt Ryan was doing? It? When he had his little struggles or when he was doing actually well, y'all didn't give him half the grace. Hmm. So that's why it's kind of, it's just no consistent energy. I, so many people just say, man, give him the whole season. And I'm thinking, what would it take if somebody's throwing the ball two turnovers a game or three? Like, what would it take for you to say, sit your ass down? And I'm going to be honest. I think all it takes is for, like, the backup to start, and he kind of looked the same. And then you'd be like, well, it don't matter. Don't matter really matter at this point, and you just take your pick. But I, I man, I've been thinking that same thing. That he would have to have a, he would have to have a seizure. He would have to shit his pants. He would have to, he would, have, he would have to do so much on the field for them to be like, okay, that's not the dude, because he sucked I'm just being honest. He's terrible. He make one, two, or three plays per game. That you be like, oh, but for the most part, he sucks. And Taylor sucked too, and our coach sucked three. <laughs> so I'm just gonna just be honest. So I there don't know what he would have to do, man. He's terrible. He's uh, he's a terrible quarterback. But hey, man, he beat the Saints. So part of his his <laughs> name is forever inscribed in my heart.
1: Oh and man! And I can't
3: trash him too much. I love him for that. I love him for that. I hate those guys, and he beat them. So yeah. He get shout
2: out mm. to what, what, for
0: doing it. What say you, Dave?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a different spin on that because like I, I would say that what I see most often from the fan base is actually the opposite. But I agree with you, Mike, and I'm gonna get to why. So I see a lot of people who say like he's terrible, bench him, you know. And then when he was benched and you didn't really see the difference with Heineke, yeah, you know, you go back to him, but you still don't like him. I think we saw from Matt Ryan where there was so much like irrational, like he lost us the game today on a day where he threw for 300 yards and two touchdowns and Mm -hmm. he didn't turn the ball over. Like, you know, there was that energy that like, there was nothing he could do to ever get himself out of, you know, the bad place with some fans. And that's just the way it was. And I feel like Ritter is there now. So let's say he flips the script a little bit over the last six games, turns Mm -hmm. the ball over maybe three times. Let's say, let's say the miraculous happens. Mm-hmm. And he's excellent. And the Falcons go to the playoffs. He wins them a playoff game. I would say most fans at that point would be like, all right, he figured it out. We got this. There are still going to yep. be fans yep. who are in that hey. same place. Not the same fans yep. necessarily or anything, but same thing with Matt Ryan. They're going to be like, he's still the same guy. He sucks. There's no way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether they're right or wrong, like that, that's going to persist. So we, the short answer is like, he'd have to be excellent over the last six games, right, to change. minds of most people um you know there are the diehards who no matter what they're going to believe in him it it doesn't look really good for them right now for a variety of reasons but they they exist and um you know they're out there but i I think you know there's going to be a certain percentage of folks who they just cannot move off their position with ritter no matter what he does
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and that's just Mm -hmm. the way it is but i think the 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 squishy middle of the falcons fan base 75 percent of the fan base um you know if he does that well over the final six games they win a bunch of games they make the playoffs maybe he changes some minds but it's a tall order it's a tall order because like mike said how many times can you turn the ball over every week um and still you know kind of keep that faith and keep this team moving forward and it's it's too many right now
4: mm-hmm. yeah berta yeah uh to go along with what dave said i mean for me i'll paint a very unrealistic picture because it'll probably tell you exactly my stance. It'll start in New York this weekend. I'll, I'll even give you the stats. I want to see Desmond go 20 for 32, throw for 280 yards and three touchdowns. and come back to Atlanta and do it against Tampa Bay at home. If you can do that two times in a row on these last six games, then maybe you'll, could, you'll probably start to switch the narrative. But like, like Dave says, there's that. Squishy middle of the fan, Falcons fan base that won't change their stance. While I feel like I I want to feel hopeful, I think the games that Desmond has laid out for us has been like this, very roller coaster like, and I think that's just him as a quarterback. Period. You know, I I will go out on a limb and say I think he has peaked in certain in a certain way in this Atlanta offense. I think the best of Desmond Ritter we saw against the Houston Texans.
3: That
4: that's the quarterback. I think uh, everybody thought Desmond Ritter could be before everything went to shit. So I mean, I it's it. I'm I'm thinking hopelessly here. I I just really don't. I don't see where he can go ahead and and really you know change the narrative. But if he wanted to, if he can, he will start this freaking week against the Jets and and go.
3: Let's go, Desmond.
0: Yeah, um, I kind of agree with most of y'all. Yeah, I mean the. It, cleaning up the interceptions would have to happen. I mean, you know, that's that you can't keep like they've said you can't do that on a week to week basis, twice two yeah. or three times a game. It just can't happen. Um Y'all if you, you c- hurt to
3: say this. I, I wanna see you see how he's staring at the floor and his like shoulders have sunk. He's hurt to say <laughs> it. He loved Edmund. Like
0: <laughs> No, I mean this. I mean I I love I love what he's made of. I love, like, you know, yeah. like, I mm-hmm. I love, like, all we talked, you know, everybody's tired of hearing, but I loved all the intangibles that he had. I did, you know, like, because, you know, you, and you want a guy like that to succeed, you know, third-round guy, works his yeah. ass off. And, you know, they ask him, somebody asked him what his, uh, what he took from the reset. And mm-hmm. he said he learned how to be a backup quarterback. And, and it, it, it struck me that he's never really had adversity since he's been playing. Like, right. he's been the guy. You know, yeah, like right. so, like he was the guy at Cincinnati. Like so, maybe maybe this was the kick in the ass. Maybe this was the kind of like reality check that he needed. Like shit. Like I have got to like get my shit together. You know, like I've got to you know, and and may- maybe that worked. I don't know. I mean, like I said, there. It was definitely improvement this game. It was. I mean, I, you, we we talked about it before. You saw improvement in prior to this, in earlier in the season. As the season went on, you would see the passing game. You you see him get more confident. You see him get more calm and like that and stuff like that but the turnovers kept happening which kept being his achilles heel the turnovers like berto said and dave Mm -hmm. said they they go away you know he leads the team to the playoffs i think a lot of that will die down you know um if that doesn't happen i don't know that you can really i mean you know i i I think at that point you're you're going for another quarterback and you're he's gonna be your backup going in the next season you know Mm -hmm. um but and 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 also, like they said, there'd be folks still. He could lead us to the playoffs and win the Super Bowl, and they'd be like, "Nah, I still shit." Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, that's just going to happen, man. Um, Seth, so who do you know that could be a different shot? I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of what that question was for. Anybody know? Man, I, that happened what to me mean? every
3: show. I hate I be seeing the I comment, know. and I have no idea what we are talking about. I about know, that.
0: Seth. You're still here, buddy. Just you can hit a new comment, see if that, because mm-hmm. I'll I'll try to get to it. Um. And uh, oh, uh Parker said, yo, I'm a Saints fan living in Atlanta. Who was the game yesterday? Hold on, on, I'm hold, just on curious. hold
3: on, hold on. Stop him right there. Why are you here, bro? Go back, bro. Stop. No, I'm playing. Parker, I'm a Saints fan living it. in Atlanta who was at the game yesterday. You brave guy. And I'm just mm-hmm. curious how on earth Bijan don't get 30 touches a game. Dude absolutely cooked our defense, but it's season stats. Man, here's mm-hmm. why. Because did you happen to see those other two guys who was punching you in the back of the head? See, you were staring at the the punches that was coming from the front. It was two people punching <laughs> you in the back of the head, and those guys are pretty good too. That's why. Mm. But man, we love Vision. But shout out to you for watching the show, man. I love that. Thank you.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And, darling, uh, I Wallace. just wanna.
3: I gotta give him props. Uh, Chris Alave is gonna be good for a long time, bro. Yeah. I I, I will give y'all that. He is yep. outstanding, man. That dude look like sticks. Mm-hmm. He looked like he got no muscle and no weight, and that dude is amazing. So, shout out to him, he's gonna be good yeah. for a very long time.
0: And also has a, yeah, right. Um, also, I have a question for y'all. What do y'all think about drafting uh Jaden Daniels from LSU quarterback? Because I think he fits Arthur Smith's scheme, he's six foot four, mobile, and nice accuracy. Um, yeah, I hate, I hate, I mean, as a Bama fan, I hated playing LSU because Jaden Daniels obviously is, yeah, I mean, he's been a stud um last couple of years there. I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it to be honest. I mean, we'll see how the combine goes and everything, I mean, but yeah, I, I depending on how the season ends up, I wouldn't hate it. Berta.
1: Yeah, I
4: I wouldn't either. Um this guy's showing so many great characteristics, man. 6-4, yeah. got a great great live arm. Uh you know, really good speed and like Wallace said he does fit, you know, the Arthur Smith mold of a quarterback problem is is Arthur Smith being the coach still and you know unlocking mm-hmm. all of the set potential in Jaden Daniels can he do that can mm-hmm. he scheme him to succeed he's not doing it right now with with the presumed Arthur Smith type guy so but you know to answer the question I would love for Jaden Daniels to possibly be on the Falcons will will the Falcons
3: draft him I don't think so though damn hey yeah probably. I love Roberto. just he said can Scheme him to succeed. I'm gonna be honest. He has not done that with Desmond Ritter, so he mm-hmm. can't take all the blame. He has mm-hmm. not done that.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: B said, "Miss B said, more than likely, I'm not gonna have a change of heart because I just don't see it in him. But he would have to start with cleaning up the interceptions and be consistent. Now, if he, if he, if he take us to the Super Bowl, you gotta see it, Mister B. You gotta oh, see bro. it. Style Pickle no, said, gonna, my problem with Ritter." is I want to like him and have him do it. But every time I start to see improvement, I start to think, oh, he can do this. Then he does something again. I don't know if y'all remember when Kirk Cousins played for the Redskins. I used to... Kirk Cousins did this same shit. He would play excellent all game. And when the game just happened to be on the line, he's the worst quarterback when pressure's on I've ever seen in my life. He's going to do something dumb 100% of the time. He is horrific when pressure's on. That's why I don't want him. William made me say, Ritter getting better though, man. William, I mean, much
4: respect to you and what you say always, but please, brother, if you are on Twitter, please send me highlights of where you saw him getting better because I will. Sh- I will send you back just one footage. It's the footage I sent you, John. Wide open, Kyle Pitts in the middle on a on a tight end leak. Desmond mm-hmm. completely missed him with a with with ample time in the pocket, clean pocket at that. He got scared and ran. Not what
0: you want. Yeah, man. yeah, that's been the issue. That was that's been the issue all year long with both quarterbacks. That was the issue with Taylor when he was in for two weeks, and yeah. Desmond too. Like they, so they'll, they'll be open opportunities that they're just not yeah. seeing the field. They don't let it go. You know, it's like that. It's tough, mm-hmm. dude. I mean, it's like elevate. You you just you can see like where elevated QB play can just push this offense to the next level. That you know, and we're not even talking about Arthur's play calling to be honest at that point. But yeah, um, but I you know I it's. It's just a, it's just a weird position man like the fact that the 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 division is yeah. what it is at five and six we're in the lead you know and and, and if we're in any other division right now oh. we're not even talking about making the playoffs <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean and like we're, we're talking about you know who we drafting to, to replace the quarterback we're talking about you know is arthur smith going to be mm-hmm. fired that mm-hmm. type of thing you know where in this case you know we could potentially go on a little run here make the playoffs you know and it's just it's a weird yeah, spot to my like,
3: language man. johnny yates Make the playoffs right then a win and then we win again and then we go championship. Oh man, we win in the championship. We go to the super bowl and it's all these bets. All right, man. I man, man, I put the whole savings account, Thank the whole cause. I put everything up and we lose, and I lose everything. I start on drugs, I'm homeless. You see how that that shit just Damn. took a turn, didn't it? <laughs> he <laughs> <a>, <laughs> just took a turn, didn't it? See, how you thought I was going in positive like I always do. But no, we win the Super Bowl, and we all cry tears. We all cry tears because we've been waiting on it so long, and we deserve it.
1: Yeah, well. We get uh, Matt
3: Ryan the ring. If we win the Super Bowl, Matt Ryan gets an honorary ring. We making one for Matty Ice. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Want to be mad, all right. Man. Well, we could we can end it with this. Um what if we want if Dave will start with you, buddy. What's maybe the biggest takeaway from yesterday's game? It could be, I mean, coming off the bye, any, anything at all, offensively, yeah. defense as a team going forward, anything.
2: Yeah, if if my video's skipping around, I'm sorry. I've got uh, I've got Comcast, that's all I need to say. But um it's all good. Yeah, I think my biggest takeaway was like if, you found a winning formula, right, yesterday. I, I think you run that ball as much as you can. You split this thing up between your three talented backs. I love the way they portioned out the runs, you know. Uh, tire them out, chase some Bijan early, hit them with some Patterson, hit them with Algier at the end of the game. And then if your defense can be opportunistic to make up for the lack of the pass rush and force some of these turnovers, make these big plays, especially because they got a slate of, like, kind of lousy quarterbacks coming up. Like that is a winning formula. Like you don't mm-hmm. need Ritter to be anything special. You need him to stop turning the ball over, which I you know is its own challenge. But if you can run that well and you can force even a turnover a game and, and really have that tight red zone defense, you can win some games. And that's how they won most of their games a year ago. And, you know, maybe with the the new talent on hand, we were expecting a little bit more than that. But like you got a formula. It worked against the Saints. It can work against pretty much every other team left on the schedule. That's what you gotta stick with. Don't try to get cute. Don't try to get fancy. Don't be like, "Well, they'll never expect this because it's stupid." That's why they don't expect it. So just do it. <laughs> <works." laughs> Quote that yeah. shit, man. We gotta put that yeah. somewhere. Don't expect it because it's stupid. That's why you don't expect it.
1: That's great,
0: Alberto. Yeah. Uh,
4: uh my biggest takeaway from yesterday is um continue doing what you're doing defensively from what yesterday showed. Uh continue to run that big nickel cover three if that's the concept that's being had. Uh, you know, we saw the Falcons blitz a lot yesterday, put a lot of pressure on uh Derek Carr, move them a lot of you know, move them away from his spot a lot of the time. Uh, you know, you know, it, this week coming up against the Jets against Boyle. I mean, that's that's a recipe for success right there. You know, uh get it, you know. Just get him off his spot. Rush the shit out of him. Defense continue doing what they did from yesterday's game. Uh find ways to get Clark Phillips in in the uh in the defense because Mike Hughes is not that guy. I'll keep going back to that. Um and yeah, man, just continue to be that ultimate bend, no break. Um and hopefully the offense can, you know find an even ground with with the defense do enough offensively so that the way the defense you know can just take them the rest of the play because it proved to be it it proved to be another uh formula for winning in yesterday's game also
0: agreed mike
3: um my takeaway from that game is that is i really love our fans excuse me i really love our fans and i think that the fans have evolved because if this was um, last season or some previous seasons man they check out so early on as soon as the struggle start like the stadium is empty and the fact that the stadium was full and the fans was that hype and then i was on like TikTok and it was crowded with fans today and i i love y'all for that i just i i've never seen it when the team was struggling that everybody was still like this so i I love it I'm actually so that was my takeaway is the fans with the fans still down and even with the uh the struggles we had the, the fans are hanging in there so I think they want to see if we make the playoffs and I think for the most part the fan base is still positive because I didn't seen the fan base turn when we was winning I don't seen them turn on the team when it was kind of going good so I was expecting that now and the fact that they all hanging in there the stadium was still full they still Posting, they still, you know, man, victory Monday, everybody's still excited, everybody's still for the most part positive. I think everybody thinks, like, man, you know what? It was ugly, but a win is a win, and we beat the Saints. So Mm. uh I'm a I'm a fan of the fans. I think that we have the best fans in the league, and and I think that they've proven it right now. And I couldn't be more proud of it. That's my take. I love it.
0: Love it. it, man yeah, I've got a few I mean like I did, we didn't mention it earlier in the in the show but um one takeaway is I don't want to see Bud Dupree guarding any receiver ever again. Yeah, that's uh, hilarious. Yeah, he ended up on he ended up on Chris Olave for some god unknown reason on a 3rd and 11. Damn. That can't ever happen again. Like no. I, that just I don't even know what to say about that. Um and then what uh, we all yeah, echo what Millie Mills said, man, Jesse Bates worth every damn penny. He's essentially that's won absolutely. his two games this year now. He's yes, he BD's, has. BD's won the Carolina game for us and he basically won this game for us. Um with, so yeah, all the folks that were doubting him and said he was soft and we paid him too much. Nah, y'all were wrong. So go ahead and uh-huh. eat that one up. Wait, but, that was uh, an
4: actual thing. Some people said that.
0: Oh, yeah, that was on There's Twitter. A lot buddy. Of people said that oh, yeah, we overpaid him. Yeah, and soft, soft came out jealous. a lot because said he said he didn't he made business decisions, didn't want to tackle stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that was that was all out there. Yeah. Uh and, and what Aaron said too Coo man. Uh Ku okay, okay. is now the uh, most accurate kicker in NFL history. He just passed Justin Tucker. He's by got him by a one a tenth of a percentage point. He's 90%. Yes. And Justin Tucker's 89.9. So pretty wild. So that uh and still probably underrated from for most of the league. Yeah. Um but and then as far as the offensive, uh, I'm still confused, man. I'm still confused. Um, like I, I you know, we like Dave said, we we, we saw how we can win. And how, what kind of blueprint we could have to win and like really go out there and dominate teams. Now, the question is, will we actually do that? Like, will the coaching, you know, be like, oh, you know what, this is this work, let's go do it again, or we're going to do something stupid and, you know, get ourselves in back into trouble again. So that's my only, uh, that's my, that's my biggest concern, man. I was, just, I was just hoping one or the other, I was hoping Des was going to come out and just like fire bullets and yep. no turnovers and, you know, and, and, and Art was going to not call any like just, re- Questionable weirdo plays, and neither one of those things happened. <laughs> so I'm not like <laughs> I'm not uh, super certain on either one of them yet. So still, you know, which sucks. But hopefully, in these next six games, we'll we'll figure it out or something. Um, we will,
3: Johnny Yates. We will. Liam said the takeaways are Jesse is him, like Millie said, and that the tank <laughs> stuck. That is hilarious. Yes, they nice do. Nice job, buddy. Nice job. Yes, they do so listen hold on john before we move on i got a question for my man dave i've been waiting to ask you this day um, uh bill belichick and tom brady were great for so many years right and uh i've i've constantly called bill i think he's the greatest coach in sports right and then when tom brady left he's been struggling so i'm asking you do you think that was more tom brady or bill belichick
2: I think, you know what, I'm going to give you what sounds like a diplomatic answer, but it's my honest answer. I think for a long time it was more Bill. And then at some point when Brady became Tom Brady, fully fully inhabited his greatness. Because for the first several years of his career, I was like, Belichick is dragging him across the finish line mm-hmm. every year. He's not that great. By the time that Brady was truly, you know, who? to who he is, you know. I, I'm i not gonna say the greatest quarterback of all time because I don't want to throw up, but you know, he's up there obviously. Um <laughs> okay. so you know at that point I think it did become more Tom Brady. And I think what you're seeing with Belichick now is like like a lot of coaches, the, the time has passed him by a little bit. Um, you know, he's making yeah. the right personnel decisions. You know, his idea of what an offense should be is pretty antiquated. He doesn't have the right guys. So you know I, I think you can't really tarnish the legacy. Um, he's still one of the greatest coaches ever, but I, I think mm-hmm. in latter years, it was definitely more Brady. And I think at this point, any team that that trades for him or, you know, says, and maybe it's the Panthers, you know, like let's get Bill Belichick in here to fix all our problems. Like it's not 10 years ago. It's not 20 years mm-hmm. ago. It's not going to happen for you mm-hmm.
1: anymore. Like
2: at the end of that like dynasty, it. it was, it was Brady.
1: The
3: beginning. Yeah great answer great man i've been waiting at you that day for a long time i was waiting and and hold on i got i got one for you Berto. oh god hey Berto, do you have uh amazon <laughs> prime tv i do have you seen the Barry Sanders special?
4: not yet
2: oh man you seen not it yet.
3: yet i haven't watched it yet do you watch it yeah man
2: you seen it dave I haven't seen it yet. I want to though. I love Barry right, Sanders.
3: Y'all gotta go watch Bye Bye Barry on Prime TV. Barry Sanders, man. I I will say this and say it again. Um, I don't care of your age. If you go watch the film on Barry Sanders, you tell me if you ever seen anything like that. If it's anyone that you can even put in the same conversation, that's something else. The dude be right here. Like, got his hand on there. It's nothing you could do. It's just. They just yeah, man, like trying to bird. catch a chicken. It's just it's this impossible thing. And he's the most <laughs> humble dude. Here's his, his what I here's the take that I I will leave with. He's the greatest player who was that humble. You know what I'm saying? Who was yeah. as as great as he was that didn't do no type of trash talking. He didn't dance in the end zone. Barry Sanders was something else. You didn't have to. Got to
0: see it, fellas. Got to see it. He didn't have to do any of that trash talking. He would just he have make you look to, stupid yeah. on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, I mean, we'll see how uh you know, we got the Jets next. And I guess Woo-hoo. Tim Boyle will be starting uh for them on Sunday. So no Zach Wilson, and uh you know, we will talk about there.
4: it. That's right, you're going. That's right. I'm going there. Oh, yeah. Oh I'll man, you here. going, Berto? Oh, yeah. Oh, bro. I'll oh be yeah, we
3: got man, we're gonna win this.
4: Bro, I'll tell you a quick story. Every time I've been to to the to that stadium, MetLife Stadium, I've almost been this far from getting kicked out. You know how many times I've argued with the folks that work there? And and the thing is I have footage on all my arguments with all these people. Like just be like, oh, "What is your social media so I can send this to you cuz you look stupid right now." Like seriously, man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I will be in attendance.
0: Agreed Floyd. Agree with you everybody. Um well, yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, the uh you know we we'll, we'll talk about the Jets on the preview show on Thursday, but yeah, I mean, good defense obviously, but um, there'd be no excuses to lose to this team. Man, they're they're not a the offense is, is trash, and I mean, we, we just we get if we we can't lose to this team, you know, and especially like I said with the Saints playing Detroit, which hopefully Detroit takes care of business. The Bucs just lost to Indianapolis, so uh-huh. you know, I mean, we we could put ourselves in a nice little spot here if we can win yeah. this game and, and the Lions take care of the Saints. So. Um, Dave, what you got coming up, man? Anything special with the Balconic or just same old, same
2: old? Uh, You know, mostly the same old. We got got the season grind, so we have our weekly features. But um, I am working on my Jets preview for the week, and it made me a little sad. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, uh, you know, that's saying something as a Falcons fan this year, but (laughs) – Previewing that offense and, and trying <laughs> yeah. to write about like what they had envisioned versus what they're getting right now like I I do I do feel for them I hope their asses but um that look for that I think on Wednesday morning and I know Alan uh Alan Sterk's got some good stuff coming up from his uh film review for the week and looking at how the running game's getting going again so so keep an eye out for that as well
0: love it well Dave man we always appreciate you coming on the show man especially oh, yeah, no. after a Saints win is great yeah. So.
2: Sure.
0: So yeah, hopefully, I'll see uh, it again at the
2: end of the season. Please. Got oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Definitely. Man. Like maybe like before the playoff game or after after we win a playoff game or something like that. There you uh, go,
3: Johnny. Yay, yeah.
1: speaking it yeah, into yeah. existence. See? I love it yeah, when you do that, buddy. Absolutely.
4: Also, for me, yeah. man, good to meet you, Dave. Also, man. I've been an admirer of your work for a long, long time now. As we spoke before, we went on air, man. It's you know, it it goes way back, but man, but thank you. I f- appreciate you know sharing the platform with you, man.
2: Oh, it's been it's been great. I Thank love the show. I love you guys, and uh, yeah, it was great to meet you, Berto, and, and uh, yeah, hope we can do it again soon. After a Saints win, after a win, after a Super Bowl win, Mike. There let's, you go, Please, fucking <laughs> Dave.
1: Fucking <Talkin'> Dave. <laughs> Dave. Oh,
0: okay. I'm, I'm, I'm Whatever it okay is that you, hey dude, you want up me and I'm totally fine with it. Like that's, that's <laughs> I'll totally go with that one. This, we're good, um, Birdo, Man, tell everybody where they can find you, man. Then we will we will get out of here.
4: Yes, yes. Uh, It's your boy, Berto, your host of the 95 North Falcons talk show. You can find me on YouTube under that platform there. You can also find me on Bleacher Report every Sunday and Monday. Uh, I got to see what December has in store for me, what assignments I draw. But that's another place I push some Falcons content out. You can also find me on Twitter on the R.I. Falcons. Lovely little space that we get to uh, talk to a lot of the great Falcon fans that we have out there. Uh, Hold on. Everybody, my bad, bro. My bad for the next one. I got you, I got it. But yes, uh, those are the platforms. Uh, we return tomorrow night as we preview the Jets. Uh, we hope to have a special guest on tomorrow night. Myself, Smitty, and Chris will be back together rocking and previewing the Jets. And like I mentioned, at the, um, just a few minutes ago, I will be at the Jets game this Sunday. So if y'all in the chat are going, or if anybody comes across this video and knows who I am. You see me? Come say with up, man. Let's chop it up. Let's talk about these these Falcons right there, and stomp these Jets' asses out out in the Meadowlands, man. So yes, yeah, that's what we got going.
0: Love it, man. Love it. Well, hey, look, man. If y'all if y'all are here on our channel, make sure y'all go to burdo's channel and drop a subscription there. Um, If you're also go to the Falcoholic, make sure you drop a subscription a subscription mm-hmm. there if you haven't already as well. As as Dave said, man. uh Alan Stark, Kevin Knight. They do some great work there, as all, everybody there at the Falcoholic does. Mm-hmm. Um, Adnan, all those guys, man. I can't, I can't name them all, but they they do a fantastic job over there. So, um, And if you're on Birdo's channel, hey, come over to our channel. Drop us up here, man. We'd love to have you over oh, here man. as well because we're, we're going to keep doing this collab every other week yeah. um, for as long as we can. So um, keep it going because we have a good time together and folks seem to enjoy it. So we're going to keep on doing it. Um, you guys can obviously – Follow us on, on Twitter, out of your effing mind. Instagram, TikTok, out of your falcon mind. You'll see some of Mike's best work uh, on TikTok. Um, and we'll have some new stuff coming out probably this week. Um, probably Biscuit's pick will probably return this week, I guess. um tell you
3: He picked this thing and I was so mad I didn't
0: vote. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so... But Biscuits Pick will be back, and then uh, we'll, we'll keep having some fun there. But I'll uh, also shout out to VSN, Sport, Variety Sports Network, man, for hosting us as always. Appreciate those guys big time. So check those boys out. Give them us, give them a sub. And uh, that's all I got, guys. So we will uh, hopefully keep get a win streak going. As hopefully hopeful said here in the chat, and uh, just be nice to you know have some more positivity rolling in. Get a road win. Be up a couple of games in the division, man. That'd be the way to to start off next week. So. Dave, again, thanks, dude, for coming in late and staying with us for, as usual, about an hour and 45 minutes, so we appreciate you, buddy.
4: That's awesome stuff, man. <laughs> so, yeah, no, if,
3: always if, a great time, guys. If you guess. support Dave, I love you. If you support Birdo, I love you. If you support John Yates playing the guitar live on air, then I love you, okay? There and you if go. If you're still supporting our Atlanta Falcons, even though they take you through that toxicity, just know I love you, and if you love Out of Your Falcon Mind, I love you even more. I absolutely love y'all.
0: Hey, you, you're on the roll. Just go ahead and take us out, man.
3: Hey, well, I'm going to end it there. Out of your fucking <laughs> mind.